I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And hello, and welcome back to I Love That Ad, the podcast where we talk about ads that we absolutely love. And I'm joined, as always, by my colleague, Aaron Chalk. Aaron, how are you? I am very excited, Shane. Very excited to be back, back again in front of the mic for season three of I Love That Ad. It's uh, who thought we'd get here, huh? Huh? I feel like yeah, the Paul, the Paul Rudd meme. Yeah, look at us. It, it feels like <laughs> I know. Who would have uh, thought? It's uh, it's good though. It's fun. Like we had a we had a lot of discussion. Like I think it's it's safe to say when you get into like episode what I think this is gonna be like episode ninety eight or something. Is you're like okay yeah I guess we do that now. <laughs> it's not like a it's not like a thing anymore. You're like ah will we no I guess that's that's a thing. Mm. that's a thing um i wonder if there's anyone listening to this who's who's started listening from episode one and has been there throughout as opposed to like someone who jumped on you know episode 20 episode 45 was there is there any is there any ogs out there who were who were right there from the beginning i'd say there is like um because they deserve some recognition whoever they are yeah yeah well like the funniest one is um my wife has it as a, a medal of honor that she has not listened to a single second <laughs> of any of this she barely watches the teasers and it's for her now and which is which is a funny bit for her to carry on <laughs> is she finds it funny that she she's not ever listened to any of it and i'm like I good do love that. good i, I do talk love about that. i talk about you a lot but like <laughs> God bless, God bless your wife. She, over the years, uh, well before this podcast or even full was was uh, was in existence, she's heard us listen. She's been listening to us talk shite for a long time. So I don't blame her for actively putting on an extra hour of shite talk from us yeah. every single week. God bless. I just don't think she's smart enough for the podcast. I don't think intellectual. <laughs> well, she'll never I hear am this. Not touching she'll, that one. She'll never I hear this. I am bowing out. I am yeah. bowing out. With, so do you reckon? When you start talking about ad chain. Let me know so I can jump back. Do you reckon in. I could start saying outlandish shit to get her to be like, "What the fuck? Did someone said you said something about me?" And then I could just trick her into listening to the podcast. Get everyone to start commenting a specific thing underneath her Instagram posts. Yeah. And she'd be like, what is this? Oh, you don't listen to podcasts. You, no, you, you got to listen to me. You're not in on you the joke. <laughs> um, It'd be a lot of effort but, for, no, for no reason. But yeah, so, so it's it's great to be back. Um, back with a back with a whimper, as I said on LinkedIn. Back with a bang. Um, yeah. Uh, we obviously use chatbot, GPT, or whatever the fuck it's called, to, uh, to do our promo. And then we didn't let anyone actually hear the promo just so everyone knows it did actually write a full script with like full-on action descriptions vo descriptions everything it was uh it was actually quite impressive and scary Mm -hmm. at the same time yeah um but uh but we figured we'd go the opposite route when everyone else is getting ai to and they're actually using them we just use the how much of a pain in the ass it actually a bit, was. A, a pointless it. bit. Welcome to our humor. That's, yeah, a pointless <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of pointless bits, Shane, what was your... Do you have any standout moments from the 2022 season of I Love That Ad? Jeez, I wasn't expecting this. you got to brief me on questions like this, mate. Well, last year we, from a, from a production standpoint, transitioned to including you leaving to go to the postman to shame you. 
mm. for interrupting our podcast. That was, I was delighted with that. That's only started in January of last year. And it was a bit we kept because, you know, when you're here, you should be here, you know, but you just, you just so difficult to nail C- you down. Country postmen do not wait for podcast recording. <clears throat> They'll also just fuck it over behind the oil tank. You don't need to meet them at the door. <laughs> you don't want door packages going behind the oil tank. Uh, uh, but yeah, you bookended the year with that bit, uh, January, oh and then that then was planned. Out. That was planned. Was that was, it? That was a Could planned bookend. We have a big whiteboard beside you. You're like <laughs> lots of red string going from dates to packages. I uh, know. I think I think 2022 we got some really cool guests. You know what I mean? I think we got we got to talk to some people we've never really spoken to before. Mm-hmm. um which was cool uh yeah i just I, I don't know i don't really have like as i said we're going to season three nothing really stands out for me because it's just we're kind of it, it's just part of part of life now <laughs> which is a cool thing because as i said we we lost in the pandemic that we just get to talk about ads with people who are much smarter than us a lot of the time about ads or even have wildly differing opinions and like it is fun sometimes when the guests will bring something that you don't particularly like but they like and they explain mm. why you know um we're not just in an echo chamber so i thought that was cool because obviously we got so many more guests last year i think only six of our episodes were were me and you yeah. so like that's a lot that's like 40 guests or whatever you're you poor bastard trying to post microphones <laughs> you ended I kept up on post a float last year you fucking did and like how many at one stage remember you kept saying like oh no i have two so like i've covered us in case we lose one and then at one stage it was like well, don't have either shame even on posts are like mate i have no idea where your microphone's not my table <laughs> and then like they'd show up like a week or two later just and the envelopes literally in tatters i don't know how they didn't fall out of the envelope i would love we if got you, there. you accidentally like there's like a fucking two episodes of a postman podcast as in a postman <laughs> took it and was like "Ooh, i'm gonna try this from home that I'm like existed in show. december there with the kettle open and the packages yeah um but uh but no yeah i think the learning is uh no we had a really good season two i thought it was better than season one and do you um, know what was nice uh, about the, the guests and stuff what started happening last year is if anyone who listens to, to the podcast uh, on a regular basis came across an ad or kind of an interesting thing in ad land that's kind of related we'd get like messages or dms of have you seen this have you, yeah have you seen this have you heard about this yeah, so yeah, they yeah. they it was cool that you people who weren't specifically guests were still contributing to the show and we i, I actually love that because then you're, yeah. you're widening your your scope of stuff that's 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 within can come within the reams of the show and and, and the ads and because we do talk, like we'll have anyone on as guest who wants to, who loves ads. It's kind of like or we have a postman on next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was ransom though. Um, yeah, true, true. Uh, it means a lot of people get in touch, and you know what I mean. When they're happy to get in touch because they know we wanna, we wanna talk about it. But it does put an awful lot of pressure when you haven't seen something. Everyone expects us to have seen everything. <laughs> it's, it's like you, you've not seen this. Oh. Oh Jesus! You have a podcast why? About ads. <laughs> why do you have a podcast about ads? If you're, what do you mean you don't just read yeah. everything campaign yeah. sends to you? <laughs> um, I just can't. I just don't care that much about appointments of fucking vice presidents to different marketing teams globally. Just couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> the um, my highlight in terms of the f- 
funniest moment of season two has to be still is and it's going to be hard bet uh is is uh that title goes to sean early that still is up there with his selection of oh with the panda say no to panda yeah that's probably i haven't laughed that hard in years was that season two that was february season two yeah that was great um, yeah. so if anyone's listening to this and was like uh i wonder any episode to listen to listen to sean early's episode purely for that for, for the that joy segment it, oh it's just it's delicious it's delicious yeah so thank Definitely. you. If you're no, that's a good one. That was that was a fucking that was a funny ad. That was that was <laughs> so funny. It just came out of fucking nowhere as well. Yeah. Never seen. But it. this this isn't the best bits, uh, Shane, is it? This no, is, we're looking no, forward. No. no, no, no. We are. We it's just two of us today, and we have an ad each that we're going to discuss at nauseum, um, to give our unsolicited, f- flagrant opinions, un unresearched. Why we enjoy them, even if they're blatantly wrong, there might the be a pre- there might be a press release even out there that says no, we're not doing it for that reason. But we, <laughs> if we misconstrue it, is that why they did it? But if that's why we love and it, that's honest, what normal that's, people can do. That's why you're here. You 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 want uh, you you want that random. But also rationalization. Nor- normal customers don't read your fucking advertising press releases Ooh, either. True. They true. just that's, watch it and true. go, oh, I like it for this reason. <laughs> Um, very, but very no, good. we do we do sometimes read a lot of stuff about them, and we just choose to ignore it. Uh, okay, <laughs> you are gonna go first because I just decided you are. Um, I would like you to tee it up because, well, yeah, tee it up there. Okay, well, this this ad uh, this ad was a bit of a sensation at the the tail end of twenty twenty two, and it features uh, a director who's really hot right now, uh, so hot right now, and a, an actor who's so hot right now. Uh, and has been hot for for a good while. So um, uh, I uh, I really enjoyed when this came out. It's reminiscent of a few different ads that we've had on this podcast and talked about before that we enjoyed. So this is the Belvedere Vodka ad that is starring Daniel Craig, directed by Taika Waititi. Okay, so we'll watch it now in a sec. I have not watched this. What? Yep, on purpose. Did you so, know I was going to bring this out to the I show? I knew someday? you were going to fucking bring it up eventually. <laughs> and I have purposely not watched this ad because everyone fucking shied it on about it. Tyke is too hot right now once he got his Oscar. Poor oh, Love and Thunder right was absolute trash and he didn't give a fuck about it. I'm not the biggest Daniel Craig fan because I'm not a Bond fan. So when these two came together, it was like nothing to me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, everyone's raving about this. He's just ripping off a fucking Spike Jones idea. I was like, I've seen the thumbnails. So I could easily be proven wrong now. So that's why I wanted to save it for the podcast. I was like, and I'm what, gonna have my opinions. Just, what you've just described there is is peak Shane Brennan. When everyone zigs, you're zagging because fuck you if you're zigging. That's that's literally yeah, well, you to a to a T when it's it comes called to It's called the sheep, mate. It's the sheep, mate. So, but no, but uh, I wanted to save it because I knew it was gonna come on at some stage and I wanted to Share that opinion, and I, I'm open to be proven wrong here. I'm open to watching this and being like, "Well, that's actually the best thing I've I've seen." No problem, because it doesn't matter to me if I watch this in fucking October if I watch it now. So I'm not buying Belvedere vodka either way. <laughs> so so let's give it a watch. Let's give it a watch and let's see. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go.
two members. I just got here, the party's stupendous. I'm just spending, I bought out the whole bar. I'm just chilling. I pick him up, I pick him up. Can't burn him down, can't put him down. I can't help myself when that guy comes around. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it's the lips, it's the eyes where you hold it tight. Up in my head every day, need it every night. Uh, I need me to say, uh, nature of it um uh, i'm a big fan of daniel craig uh loved him as bond um favorite bond when as soon as i saw casino royale that was it for me and i just love the uh, frivolity of post bond uh craig um and that's that is just like one in in a few things of him just being all light-hearted and stuff and i just thought it's quite fun uh, fun and I loved it. Okay. I do not like it. I knew exactly what it was going to be. Shocker. It was Shocker exactly shame. what I knew it was going to be the minute I saw the fucking thumbnail. Like, and of course Tyka put himself in it. Of course Tyka put himself in it. At the minute I was like, oh, Tyka's not in this. That's actually, that's, that's, that's refreshing. And then there he is. And his missus does the music. Of course. <laughs> um... No, so from, yeah, okay. So I guess seeing that is literally the first time I've seen it. I've not seen it apart from thumbnails and heard people shout on about it. Um, but you, it was kind of the, the, the surprise of frivolity is kind of ruined there because you know they're just dancing. Because you knew it was, it was uh, inspired by this uh, Spike Jones. I didn't uh, know yeah. that. I just saw the thumbnail and went, he's ripped off Spike Jones. I didn't know. I didn't read, I didn't read anything about it. All I'd heard about this, I saw that one thumbnail of him coming out the elevator, like doing this dancing, and um, just people fuck you talking about it. Um, I I see nothing apart from that. I didn't know how much dancing or how little dancing he was going to do. Um, yeah, like I think for me, 
like obviously what that does is when you take Taika who's really fucking hot right now and then you take Daniel after Bond and just doing something completely different to what Bond is or what Bond stood for as well um not stood for but you know what he how he was betrayed in advertising um I think is is really interesting I guess as a as a concept I just yeah for me it just feels uh I don't know um yeah, it's good. Like it's good. Like it's a good ad. It's a good, interesting ad. It's uh, did it run on television? No, it sure couldn't run on television, could it? It was just for online. Uh, I have no idea where it, where it ran. No idea. Because what I'm wondering is like without the two and a half minute cut, what does it look like? You know what I mean? Was there a thirty second cut? Was there? A yeah, but if you're cut? if you're using this stuff like that on TV, for example, if you are using it as as your your hero thing, people will have seen or know of the online one. So the you don't need to tell the story in the TV cuts or the vod cuts. Mm. It's just a, a reference back to the main, the main hero asset, which is that online piece. So you, it doesn't need to do the job that the online piece is doing for for the cutdowns. No, no, I know, but I'm just because like even the money of their fuck would have spent on this. Oh, but like compared oh. to then, you have what was that one that Susan brought us that was actually done by that Spike was, Jones with dancing was, again. Ken Kenzo Kenzo uh, yeah. Kenzo fragrance was it? Um, I actually rewatched that only a month or two ago because. It's class. It's a class ad. But that's what I mean. Like so, Sp- like Sp- and Spike Spike Jones did like the Apple ad where you know the room moves around. He did obviously Christopher Walken. He did, he does that. Like he does it. You can't do it better than him, and he's not dead. <laughs> so it's hard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He keeps doing it. So it's it's really I find it really hard to be like. Wait, Spike Jones directed the Kenzo ad, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, Spike Jones still does that up yeah. until this day, and is still the best at it. So you know what I mean? It nearly screams. It's like, huh? Why didn't they get Spike Jones to do this? Spike <laughs> is so hot right now. You yeah, like? <laughs> he's not a, like. No, I get it. Look, that's literally what it is. It's what it screams. What vodka is to me? It's like let's get a bunch of people who are hot right now and do something. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's here's a briefcase with a load of cash. Yeah. Go make it. Yeah. No. And it's, it's clearly like it like the. Production obviously is high quality for for yeah for, yeah for yeah. There's a lot of money spent on that, but it's clearly like it that they're they've one location and then one external location. So all the money's gone on on Craig and Tyke, yeah, and Rita and Greg's. Yeah, that's it. I I, I'd say that's where eighty percent of the budget is. <laughs> Whatever's less, shoot with that. <laughs> I would love to know how much how how much they spent. I would I would mm. Aaron. I would love to know how much Daniel Craig and Tyke because Tyke White. TD is not just you know you know what I mean like he's charging an actor fee as well <laughs> like he's not oh I would I I think it would make me throw up it shows there's money in vodka though their bottle one thing I will say about Belvedere their bottle is nice their bottle is nice actually I, my favorite it's probably one of my favorite brand crowbarred into a piece of content shot where mm-hmm. he flicks off the cap. Well, that, that is actually really that nice. I did go, literally when I saw that, I went like, ooh, I wonder what way they did the... And I was like, how many takes? What way they did it? Was it there? Did they CGI it? Did they do it? And I was oh, like... Oh, that was definitely done in camera. Definitely. 100% you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Definitely but it probably was. It. Realistically, it'd be better to do in camera. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, there is... look. I see the novelty of it, particularly as you said with 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 Daniel Craig stepping out, and that's the same as what Knives Out did. And this is before Glass Onion. 
uh, came out and blew up all over December. This, this, this yeah, been like a and sure, Knives Out had already blown up with him as a different character to Bond anyway. You know, in, with a fucking southern draw, like a completely different type of film. Yeah, um, but but Knives Out, Glass Onion in particular, that's when it's like his character really kind of is that kind of goes to, like all the outfits and everything is very. It's even lighter than the first one. Oh yeah, so, they lean you know, more into who he is. Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. They lean exactly, heavily yeah. into 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 him as his, his comic comic being as opposed to just the lines and how he delivers them yeah Do yeah you know? definitely uh, but i think the, the knives out had that opinion the first like like this it was when we saw him in knives out talking like that you're like what the fuck because you've only seen him one way since i think i saw casino royale on fucking blu-ray that i rented from extravision that's how long ago casino royale came out you know um and then obviously before that he was in lair cake which is a very dour character as well but um yeah look it's it's not for me i knew exactly what it was going to be from when people talked about it but it's done production wise is very it's very uh hot and i see why they did it but i'd love uh, to know how much they spent on it yeah you're gonna to have to ask belvedere directly because they didn't uh they didn't use creative agency for that that was they went uh to taika and daniel and they they did the whole <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> Screams no strategy. Team tune. Screams no strategy team either. Tune. <laughs> Screams that like Tyka's like, yeah, I want this much money. I'm just gonna make something. Do you, like, do you reckon the meeting was like, right? We had this amount, lads. You're all signed on. Yeah, yeah. The only condition is, yeah, you have to show the bottle for about ten seconds. Just please, just, just, just have the bottle in there. Uh, do what, yeah. do what else the fuck you want. And then that's why Tyka did the light shot behind it. it is like, here's your fucking bottle. <laughs> I reckon yeah, it was yeah, Tyka yeah. was at some after party and some fucking per- big person above there was like, you should do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's exactly how this came That's about. 100% how this came, happened. They uh, they sent, Tyka was in one VIP area, the Belvedere executive was in another and yeah. he, sent o- he sent over a bottle. It might have uh, been a Belvedere VIP area as in Belvedere had sponsored do you know what I mean? Behind some festival? Like the Fianna Fáil tent, except it was the Belvedere section. I feel in, like in club. this is exactly <laughs> like the Fianna Fáil tent. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look. I, I For me, it, it just feels like I'm like, I just watched one of Spike Jones's ads and I'd get something better. So, I don't know. And I am, as I said, I, I put it off. Like, I could see <laughs> it being a big, whereas Bo- Daniel Craig's not my favourite Bond. Casino Royale is one of the top five Bond movies. But everything else he did for me is not it. But um, but yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot you're a big Timothy Dalton fan. Uh, well, he's better than fucking Craig and that Quantum of Solace shite. But um, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. So uh, so yeah, good to see it though. Like I did hold off for this exact moment. Um, happy to see it, and I'm really happy. From what I thought, I was that wrong. I was gonna hate to have to be wrong <laughs> and be like, shit. <laughs> um okay cool good good to see it good to see it coming out hard so sorry quick one all the outtake shit at the end that's is that that's the actual cut or was this like a an extended cut cut. this this is the director's cut okay okay but it's the the main it's the main asset this is the main one okay so i wonder what the actual asset got director's cut oh there's a few oh well yeah this got six point Oh, eight point, oh, okay, eight point eight million on the non-directors cut one, which oh, fifteen seconds. On the Belvedere channel, YouTube channel here, they have like all 
like loads of cut downs of the of the piece in like a massive playlist like seven seconds six seconds 20 seconds 15 seconds 30 seconds and then it's all just craig and lights and all this kind of and stuff like, and then underneath it's like uh poland distillery employees and they look oh. like really heartfelt kind of profiles yeah, of yeah. the actual staff so, so, and lovely scenery and everything so to actually sorry i was just thinking of something what do you think then, apart from the ostentation nature of this, the obvious playing into James Bond having a particular drink? That's what the finally reference is. That he's getting to drink straight vodka instead of having to drink a martini shaken, not stirred. Yeah, I, I, I don't really. That's clearly what. I don't think much of it. Um, to be honest, that that reference. The Bond and his vodka choice drink was kind of put to bed for me in Casino Royale. Um, that scene where uh, it's halfway through the poker game and the uh, he goes to the bar and he goes vodka martini and the barman says shaking or stirred and Craig goes does it look like I give a damn? That for me was a smashing of of the the Bond uh, trope of yeah, but it's but even if it's for you, like the whole world. You ask them what James Bond drinks, they're going to see martini shaken, martini. not stirred. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he gets shaken, he gets shaken, uh, not stirred, uh, vodkas, uh, martinis in the later later on in the series of of Craig yeah. as, as Bond. Um, but I I don't really, to be honest, that didn't jump out at me. I didn't really know what the finally was for the first few times I I watched it. Didn't really shout out that that was the Bond reference at all. Oh, I'd say well, sorry, my opinion would be it's def. I, it, that makes sense you know what i mean because obviously vodka is in um martini but uh i i actually thought it was more that it was finally as in like he can be himself he can be but the staff. two things are the two things are together <clears throat> so him being himself and james bond having a drink now he's out the dancing is him being himself and then the straight vodka is finally i can drink whatever the fuck i want do you know what i mean um yeah, that's what i would have taken from it i just thought it was that that that's quite clever. You know what I mean? To play on. I think that's more important than the fact that Tyke had directed it. <laughs> um, which I think he overshadows it a bit. But uh, but I think that's quite cool. That's quite clever to play on that. Like such a famous character with such a famous bar call. And then being able to, as a new brand, change that. I think that's that's quite clever. But anyway. Um, okay, cool. Uh Right, so starting starting twenty twenty three with a bang. Um, Here we go. So we go. for me, I'm put, going into another contentious one, but this is contentious in the industry, as in people either really like this or they really hate it. And when you say contentious in the industry, that means Joso couldn't give a flying fuck no. what we're talking about. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not everyone, a shit given. Everyone has a fucking opinion on this film. Um. Or not, uh, yeah, on this film as to why it's either genius or why it's um, the worst thing that's ever been made by one of the <laughs> biggest brands. This is, I'm obviously talking about um, <clears throat> um, the McDonald's. <laughs> well, Some title of an ad. Wow, that's, that's cool. Looking forward to watching it. It's like, did you see online uh, the 2018... In, you know, Miss Universe, they go, I'm from Ireland. They do all these announces. They go across the stage. And Miss Universe, I think, is on at the minute. And there's one from 2018 
where Miss France like goes, France! she like falls apart, like and, she, and then like goes back to a smile, and everyone's like, the what? fuck, <laughs> and that now has gone started trending. That Man. clip has started trending, and uh, Neve showed it to me last night. She was like, "This, did you see what Miss France did this year?" And I was like, "Oh, let's Google it." And then like Miss France this year has done nothing, but it's 2018. And then the actual woman who is was Miss France from. Miss Universe 2018, like, put up the clip as well, being like, <laughs> and just having a drink, like, she is, so it's like, it's really taken off. Um, that's what I just did there. So, yeah, I'm talking about the uh, Fancy McDonald's ad by Edgar Wright for McDonald's UK. I think it's um, Creative Agency is, yeah, Leo Burnett UK. So, we give it a watch um, and we will have a chat. Yeah, so um, that's the ad that came out in January 13th, I believe. Um, for me, oh look, I'm a, just like the last film, I had opinions of the people involved beforehand. This as well, Edgar Wright, I've been a fan of his works in Spaced um, sitcom, so I'm a fan of the stuff he does. Um, always have been, I like his style, um, I like the way he plays around with stuff. So I think what I, what I really enjoy about this is not the fact that it's the first ad mcdonald's have ever done in its history without food or a restaurant in it i think that's a nice novelty that only advertising people will give a fuck about what i like what this is doing in my opinion is tapping into us going back to the office and the world going back to the office after three years from a habit building perspective so we know ourselves from talking to people that people are like oh i'm in two days and or I'm, I'm out three days. So the office journey has become more, kind of more of an event than it was in the past when it was just life, right? <clears throat> and what I think is super clever is when you make something an event, you give an opportunity for a new habit. And I think what they've tapped into here now is to say, if you're in the office only on a Wednesday, well, why not get a McDonald's for that lunch and treat yourself? And I think similar to what they did with, because like, before when you were in there five days a week the psychology of considering a mcdonald's for lunch would mean you'd have mcdonald's way too much right so i think by having people in so infrequent allows them to increase their reward for doing the commute right um and to kind of break that monotony of office life that we have been so accustomed to not having and i think similar to what they did with their peely peely thing which Look, I don't play that Monopoly game, um, so I don't do that. But 
I could see we're not in an office anymore. But when we were in an office, if this had come out, I could see people being like, do I can see it. I can see it. They just built, they built a thing that people will do. And I just think that's, that's clever just to try and increase that footfall around that time. And I just love the fact it's, they've just put everything back in the office. I haven't seen shit in an office in ages. That's how people feel after the pandemic. And I just like that. And then look, there's art direction pieces and stuff that I do like, such as the only real yellow used is McDonald's yellow. Um, the first person you see is in McDonald's yellow and red. The guys who are cleaning the windows are in red and McDonald's yellow. They have changed their logo because of this. They have cut the, the ends off it in all stores as part of the activation to make it look like eyebrows. And also to okay, turn, someone's fa- turn someone's face into an ad for McDonald's like <laughs> that's i just think that's um the follow-through on the campaign and commitment to making this a thing is where it lives and dies you know what i mean so it's the hashtag raise your arches so you have now said everyone has arches on their face so you can't look at anyone now without if you buy into that as a customer or you get hit with mm-hmm. enough points that's then going to be in your head so i just like the, and obviously the the song is very 80s um I just think, yeah. So for me, that's what I like about it. It's not really... Um, I just like that That I feel there's an insight there and people going back to an office and McDonald's seeing an opportunity to build a new habit based on that event being more infrequent than it used to be. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a really interesting take uh, on a chain um, in terms of the habit and, and, and treating yourself. It's... it's uh, I don't come into the office every day, so it's okay to yeah. get the McDonald's because I won't, I won't be getting it every day because I won't be here. That's... Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't, hadn't thought of that. In terms of, uh, I'd imagine the strategy behind it, not from a, a creative point of view, but from a, a business point of view, is lunchtime is an extremely important market for mm-hmm. them. And obviously that's been in a massive flux since since March 2020. So, you know, even the volume of people won't be around the towns and in the cities and in the offices mm-hmm. on a regular Monday to Friday. So that that market is going to naturally be down for the mm-hmm. people who would have gone to mcdonald's on a more regular basis or or treat themselves so to kind of solidify it that well when you are you are going to get one from that habit is is is, is clever um because it it kind of shores up that has been an acceptable thing to do yep. uh of a, of a monday of a tuesday of a wednesday or what have you it's not just a thursday friday treat maybe uh that that people might do pre-pandemic because mm-hmm. they're in five days a week um, so yeah, it, it it it's from a market point of view, from a lunchtime market, it's very, very clever. And we've seen, you know, with the wraps and stuff, they're really pushing, pushing those acceptable things. But this isn't even talking about any product um, at mm-hmm. all. And actually, the speaking of that, the 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 headlines and most of the articles, you know, the industry articles talked about this was McDonald's release an ad that shows no food. No restaurant. It was the 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 headlines were were in a very kind of negative tone without yeah, being definitely. saying negative words, if that makes sense. Um, but I, I have a hot take, and well, that's not that hot take. It's more lukewarm. Uh, that that was on purpose. That was that came from PR McDonald's PR. Mm-hmm. That came from uh, from from within the stable as opposed to how it was perceived outside the stable, um, because it gets people talk about this ad, which. It's not that groundbreaking that, you know, yeah, it's a great milestone in terms of not having food or a restaurant, but it doesn't mean the ad is shit or is a failure. The ad is yeah. a really good ad. I really like the yeah. ad. Um, it's actually an ad that 
plays into multiple viewings, which is is rare for 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 ads that you, you're you're happy to watch that a few times without it getting burnout or wear out very very. The quickly. song really ha- like the song being epic and massive, probably the most overused massive. song in the history of film, but it's a great song. That's why it's overused. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. fits this. Fits it fit, fits it absolutely perfectly. They get plenty of brand cues right from the first frame yeah. in there. The M that she writes on the post-it note is clearly a McDonald's arches. So you know where you're, as a, as a viewer, you know where you're playing in yeah. straight away. It's not like an abstract film that just has a the do-do-do-do-do at the end mm-hmm. and a logo. You yeah. know exactly what's happening here. So that that makes me think going, yeah, re- like proper critics of this ad wouldn't be that, <laughs> that hard on us straight away. So that's why I think a bit of controversial PR was actually planted PR and then that mm. gets that gets the ball rolling for people to give whatever opinion they want and uh, to defend and, it like controversial PR like you know you it's it's the illuminous black button yeah, right yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. illuminate a black button so if you're like oh yeah there's an illuminous black button there you give people opportunity to say out and say no these are the reasons I like it I've had my bit now I've had my say yeah, um, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I think point, I think yeah. it's a really good ad fair play to to Leo Burnett yeah, okay. I think it's yeah. I think it's a really well done uh, piece of creative. I think the the acting is really good. Um because mm-hmm. it's a very specific type of comedic acting. It's very visual. Um obviously no words uh, spoken throughout. So much yeah. cheaper fees then. None of them getting that <laughs> actors get. They're not getting their sag cards. No, no, no. <laughs> no lines there. Genius. That's how they can pay for Edgar. Um, <laughs> And it obviously goes into the his style, and it's, it goes a bit whimsical, like with them going down the stairs, everyone in step together, yeah. and stuff like that. And it ramps up with the the almost like the um, Lord of the Rings type of call, battle call yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the janitor. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really nice ad. I think it's a good choice as well. Um, good choice of ad, and yeah, to come come out with a McDonald's ad in January. Uh, fair play, they're they're going hard, going yeah. hard at it. Um, but. Yeah, it's great, great to actually have that. Yeah, I think the, show. the other interesting thing, I think what they did, just as you were talking about, like it's clearly the McDonald's end at the start. It's clearly their brand colors. The other thing is, at the same time as doing this, they released an eyebrow filter on Snapchat and Instagram. So when you selfied, your eyebrows go mm-hmm. up and down. So like they, like, I don't know. For me, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. You're right. The only reason I'm talking about this is because I saw a bunch of articles shitting on it. Even though I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan, I probably might have talked about it a little bit later in the year. But the only reason I'm talking about it is probably because I'm like, why? Like, there's some really good elements in this. There's some really good, strong insights that are bringing this to life. And like McDonald's are the ones who are going to have the data after this for the first time ever not to show food or restaurant to be like that didn't work <laughs> and then they're going to be able to go or maybe it's because we did it in fucking january <laughs> like, yeah but all but also like ads that that don't play into the traditional tropes they they work they're more they're yeah. more it, brave which is a terrible word in this industry but like cabri's grill is a perfect example cabri's grill that's what it's been compared to a lot of people it, defending you know, it, yeah. It does, doesn't make sense, but it, it works, and it works Ooh. fucking fantastically. And then you have, obviously, the Cadbury's... Fo- one of the follow-ons was the kids with the eyebrow raising. I was just going to um, say, I was like, has someone... Who did that? If that's Leo, was, someone that was, has got an eyebrow fetish that was in a, Burnett. Uh, that, was, that was, I think, the third the third in the series uh, of the um, glass and a half 
full productions, uh, the Cabri series of of those mm. ads. The second was the airport uh, vehicles going having that having a free day on the runway. Um, I think it was oh, the yeah. third one. Um, I could be wrong, but they, yeah, that was and that was a different. It was a different, obviously same same part of the anatomy he was using, mm. but this makes sense for McDonald's because yeah, it's a bit of a slightly tenuous that it's an arches because there's a big cap in the middle, but they're making it work. Do you know? Um, and wait, which uh, the eyebrows? Yeah, the eyebrows. Ah, uh, some people make- don't have a gap, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think it's it's not copying the the Cadbury's by any stretch. No, 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 it's, it's not. not sorry, I thought if it was from the same creative agency, it's like it's like Quentin Tarantino with feet. You're like, well, there's a bit of a pattern here. Someone's into eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think it's a good one. Um, I think it's fun. I like I I like the fact they've done something different. I like Dave Hughes, one of my favorite directors. Um, it's not gonna make me have McDonald's for lunch, but um, I just it's something a bit Shane. fucking different. Yeah, I feel like the minute it's like you know if, you know when you never think about your tongue. There's a thing in psychology about never thinking about your tongue, but the minute I say think about your tongue, you feel it in your mouth. Gonna, the minute yeah yeah you're like how is that not killing me? <laughs> and then you go yeah do that and now the minute. You did do that. I was like, I forgot how to do it. I was like, yeah, am sorry, I pushing for, them for up? anyone who's listening, I just did the eyebrow raise. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, I forget we have listeners. Sorry, listeners. I'm like, <laughs> am I pushing them up or am I pulling them down? Which am hmm. I doing? Huh? Rob McElhenney has a lot of dexterity in his eyebrows. He would have been good in this. He would have been great. In it. That, that's, your, that's your budget blown up before you even... They got Edgar. Edgar was more expensive than Rob. So how are you going to get the two of them in, you see? Well, look, Daniel Craig and Taika, Belvedere figured it out. <laughs> also, McDonald's need to have a good, hard look at themselves. Also, no one else spoke in that ad apart from the two guys who were getting multi-million. <laughs> just Taika and just him. They were getting their side credit. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have plenty of them. They have plenty of them. They don't need any more. Um, yeah, so that's 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 my addition to this. I think it's 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 good to talk about it. I, I like when a brand does something different. Um and I think that it's going to be interesting to see now, like this has the potential to be one of those things that hangs over for a bunch of years where people like a was up where people just keep going. Like if they mm-hmm. lean into this more and put more money behind this, this could be something we all fucking hate <laughs> mm-hmm. in a couple of years, what which it, for them is successful. Yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Which will work. But I mean, we'll be like, oh, fuck. Um. But, uh, and I also like the secret shame that you don't have to say you're going to McDonald's. <laughs> They're tapping into like, I don't want to tell people. But, hey, 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 And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, hey, are you on MDMA? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So that was my, um, yeah, that was my entrant um, the, for, uh, for this episode. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, for... Uh, Anyone who is um, listening and you want to watch these ads, go to workwithfoe forward slash podcast. I think that's what it is, Aaron. Workwithfoe.com forward slash podcast. I do, everyone, good fucking news. The archive is up on the website. Yes, up until Emily's episode 97 is up there. If you click on the thumbnail, you can watch all the fucking ads. So stop the messages, stop the emails, stop the... The fucking post. pigeons. I don't want any. No, no, in Jews post. But uh, <laughs> um, it's done. It's up there. 
So if you want to see any episode that you've listened to or one, you just even want callbacks. Because actually, I really realized the other day, I was like, no one has been able to, if they missed it when we pushed it out, <laughs> they haven't been able to go back. People haven't even been able to go back and watch their own episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. Yeah. You we know, really need to start putting these up on Spotify, the video. <laughs> we the do. Audio. We need to figure that out, actually. That's a, that's a whole thing. If anyone listening or, or watching knows how we can do that, um, Turn the, turn the listeners into to creepers. Oh, we're not going to steal other podcasts. <laughs> we're not going to steal. Maybe if, only if we do a collab with uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, guys. So if you're on some type of platform where you can rate us, um, rate us a really good score or don't rate us at all. We don't want the bad feedback. That's not what this is about. Um, so uh, until next week, everyone. Thanks so much. Bye bye.